Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mobile Technology Spotlight, sponsored by Samsung Electronics of America and presented by Public Safety Insight. Samsung is committed to supporting public safety and helping first responders use technology as a force multiplier. I'm Dale Stockton, and today I'll be talking with Chief Todd Lemoyne of the Kimberly City Police Department in Missouri. Chief Lemoyne's been in public safety for more than 30 years, and he served in local, state, and federal agencies. He took on the chief's job at Kimberling City in November of 2021 after retiring from the federal government. He's no stranger to technology. For more than 20 years, he had a side gig running a computer business and even expanded to working with wireless carriers and providing smartphones. Pretty impressive stuff. So here's why Chief Lemoyne is joining us today. His agency is the first in the country to use the Samsung Z Flip 3 as a body-worn camera. So, Chief, let's start with the basics. Tell us about the area you work in and your agency, please. Sure thing. Thanks, Dale, and good morning. So, the city of Kimlin City Police Department is located up in the Midwest. This is a lakeside community. It's actually amazing. The residents here are so genuine and law enforcement military friendly. It borders Table Rock Lake. This particular community has a reputation for being a retirement community where the average age of each resident is around 67 years old. I want to say this was a, I thought it was a hidden secret of a location because of the surroundings and the serenity, but uh, evidently maybe after this podcast, it won't be a secret any longer, but just a, a wonderful little area, a small quaint town located in Stone County, uh, about an hour south of Springfield, an hour north of Arkansas. There's a number of things to do on a lake. I mean, any given day during the summer, there's a plethora of boats. There's amenities for all different ages, especially if you don't mind driving to Branson. The Branson Strip is kind of like Las Vegas, a lot of lights, big city, about 20 minutes away from here. Eureka Springs is about 40 minutes away from here. Fayetteville, Arkansas is about two hours from here. And then Kansas City and St. Louis and Lake of the Ozarks all within three to four hours. But Kimberlin City as a whole is four square miles, and that consists of 130 streets, about a dozen churches, a dozen resorts, two campgrounds, and a couple of hotels. Uh, we have six full-time officers, um, actually hiring one as we speak. If you haven't been anywhere in this area of the Midwest, uh, I highly recommend you come check out Table Rock Lake. It's one of the, I think, top five man-made lakes in the country and pretty phenomenal. I understand he had a very unusual challenge when you started in terms of staffing. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about that? It's not exactly technology, but it's a very unique story. Yeah, so I, I, I picked Kimberlin City to retire to because of its location and terrain and the lake more than anything else. So uh, buying property here a couple of years ago, retiring out here last uh, year around this time. Well, it's September time frame when I was just getting settled with my family here. The entire Kimlin City Police Department resigned. Evidently, it's uh, it's a going trend in Missouri because it's like every other month there's another Missouri Police Department that the chief and all the officers disappear. So I thought it was kind of unusual, but the mentality I have and I guess my personality is that if not me, then who? So I applied for the position and here I am. It took me about 45 days for my first hire and I've been fully staffed since that time frame. So you had a lot to do, obviously, getting your your agency up to staff, the hiring, the training. But uh, I seem to recall you had a pretty high priority on getting some technology involved, specifically body-worn cameras. Tell us about that. I guess my 
nighttime sideline hustle is technology you know, for many, many moons. And so I wanted to leverage technology in the law enforcement field uh, to work smarter, not harder. So I look, started looking first at what kind of tools do I have in this toolbox when I took over? And we still have a, a outdated dash cam system. Department did not have body cams. And, and there was a, other, a number of things that they didn't have or it's outdated. But body camera is my number one priority because hiring new officers in Missouri is different from coming from Louisiana and dealing with Louisiana officers. Mainly, I don't know anyone here. So every individual I had to have trust and confidence on what they had on paper, what they told me in front of them, the background I did on them, and then I put them into position and took them on the street doing field training. But having that body-worn camera, it increased transparency and accountability. It improved trust immediately. It was that device to help me with evidence documentation and definitely a tool to minimize complaints, uh, false complaints and allegations. So uh, officer safety and training, those are big keys, topics uh, for that body camera as a whole. And then in my search, I started this process in November, I guess about two weeks after I was sworn in. And I looked at a couple of different other body-worn cameras, but what I needed was something that was compact, efficient, and had more capability than the typical body-worn camera. So it led me to that Samsung Z Flip. So I mentioned in the opening, your, your agency is the first in the country to do this. What's been your experience with a device thus far? Well, Dale, you know, this device being a Samsung smartphone is a bonus. Uh, in today's day and age with technology, it's an assumption that uh, you know how to use the device. I am one of those iPhone, Android users, so I was super excited that everything's on Android. Uh, not to mention, uh, I haven't been, I guess I use just about every single Samsung device out there in the past dozen plus years of using Samsung phones. But uh, some of my other users that use that iPhone, they had to go through a refresher course to use Android. But for the most part, Samsung's easy to use, and I have no complaints. Excellent. Now, the idea of using a smartphone as a body camera may be very new to some of the audience and, and wondering how this works. Tell us about the company that made it happen, your experience with them. Well, I made contact with Visual Labs, uh, specifically the sales rep, Bill. They've been extremely helpful and responsive. I mean, immediately when I inquired about it, he said, let me go and send you the device. Check it out for yourself. I'm going to send you the cellular phone and it'll be ready to go as soon as you get it. And I was just kind of in awe. I know I saw the demonstration online before actually getting the demo in my hand, but seeing is believing and actually touching it was was really a, a unique experience to say the least. But Visual Labs, uh, unlike some vendors, you know, you push to the salespeople, push to service, push to customer service, and then on to tech support. Visual Labs. I had one guy, Bill. I called Bill anytime he answered the phone almost immediately, every single time. And he gives me anything I need. They're, uh, again, super helpful in implementing new functionality. They're not afraid of trying or testing new things, hence the uh, Samsung capability as a whole, because I think they were looking at some other phone at, at the time. But uh, I had asked for some different kind of cases. You could see what I have here. This particular phone is... Uh, this is what it comes with. This is the Z Flip as a whole, where it opens up, and it comes the very first 
mounting devices, this heavy duty magnet, you could hear it snap and it, it locks in place. And so it, it hooks onto a regular polo. It hooks on my uniform shirt perfectly well. You can put it inside your pocket and it'll, it'll lock into your pocket. And then there's other devices that are oh, cases, if you will. I'll put it on there just so you can see. I think this it has to go into a, a regular case that does not have that that magnet clip. And once you do that, it snaps right in. You have a regular case. This particular case here, it slides in pretty tightly. Velcros, you still have the camera visible here. And then it's got the heavy-duty magnet that a lot of other body-worn cameras use. And you can put it behind anything. You can hear it snap in place. And once it does, you don't want to have your finger in the middle. I kind of like the heavy-duty clip. But uh, this moves anywhere you want on the body. The other case that they implemented, again, this is after I and uh, field tested the one with the, just the clip itself. It says, hey, you know, that kind of capability. So well, let's look into it. So they did. And it came up with the same type of case, this case here. It's got all the straps on the back, sits in there just like the magnet case, Velcro's in, but then the back is uh, all kind of clips from, for the Molly, and that would be for your overcarry. And again, it can mount anywhere on your, on your vest. Uh, that's just one way of explaining that that's the kind of company I'm dealing with here. And using this Samsung phone and these particular cases, is uh, it, it's a no-brainer. It gives you complete hands-free activation without any problem at all. So, Chief, thank you for that explanation of the case options. That's that's very compelling, and I can see how the officer wears the the smartphone in the center of the chest so that it functions as a body-worn camera. Is the officer able to see any information on the phone without having to take it off his or her chest? Yes, you can. It just depends on the flexibility of where you actually have it. If it's in uh, one of the Velcro cases, it's probably best to just un-Velcro it and pull it out, and, and you don't have to open the Z-Flip up. I know you can't actually view it, but there's a, a display screen on the front. So however you can easily manipulate that screen to a visual and without opening up the camera, I mean, you don't have to open up the phone like a traditional flip. There's a display on the outside that's big enough to see text messages, active alerts, any kind of real alert that notification you get on any other phone, uh, especially Samsung, you'll be able to see those notifications on this uh, little one-inch type of display. Excellent. So you've had a few months experience with this now, both the Z Flip and the uh, the Visual Labs approach to body-worn cameras. Have you noted or have your officers noted an officer safety benefit with this effort? Absolutely, Dale. I mean, on a moment's notice, I'm able to activate a live stream anytime, anywhere, from any location, as long as I have internet capability, which in today's day, it's, it's not that challenging, even in some rural areas of Kimlin City, I have T-Mobile coverage, so I can't speak for all the other vendors. Well, I can for Verizon because I had both of them. But the main thing is that you have internet. Uh, from my desk side or from my patrol unit, I could activate the officer's camera by a click of a button. So if necessary, let's say the officer is responding to the radio and Rather than have to get across town, or if you're short of staff, maybe that officer's the only one in the field, you're able to check in live, real time? Yes, sir. So, and there's been times before that my officer is either tied up on a traffic stop and entertaining uh, the violator, and dispatch is trying to get a hold of them to do a status check. And typically, my rule of thumb is if they ask for a status check, more than twice, then it's time for me to turn on that camera and see 
make sure everything's clear and they they either busy didn't hear the, the status check or they could be in harm's way so it gives me a sense of safety knowing that again a click of a button can actually save a life if, if necessary of course i'm not there but i could actually see what kind of challenge they have so i can get the proper response immediately to them that's great let's talk about the software side of this equation. What about the analytics or the back end of Visual Labs? Has that helped your agency and your community? It has. And uh, I can explain a couple of different scenarios or examples rather. You know, it is a real small community. And when we first got, I think I was still working a demo device and I had a citizen access to do some extra patrols. And evidently, while their neighbors were doing daily reports, to the household owner that wasn't there, it was reported that they never did ever see the police. So I don't know whether they were in the kitchen cooking or taking showers or whatever, but I was able to utilize some analytics from Visual Labs just by plugging in a date and a location. It can tell me what officer was at that particular location and when. So I pulled the statistics for that particular location for a period of 30 days. That was the time period they were out of town. And out of 30 days, we were in that area 27 times. So uh, neighbor rumors and speculation, I was able to put that to rest. That's quite a benefit. And I assume there's other geofencing type applications that that you can also use, right? There is. Uh, You can actually put a speed restriction. You can put geofencing as far as jurisdiction. So if they leave the boundaries of your jurisdiction, you'll get a text notification. If they exceed a certain speed limit, you'll get a text notification. And if you could also set a speed limit that if you, it is a feature I just learned about myself not long ago, put it at 70 miles an hour. And once I exceed 70 miles an hour, that camera turns on immediately. So that's a tremendous benefit, especially if you wind up in some kind of pursuit. The last thing you want to do is worry about trying to depress the button to uh, activate that camera. Excellent. So at this point in the program, I'm going to bring Scott Hogue, my business partner, into this. Scott has extensive experience working with agencies around the country in the implementation of body-worn cameras. And Scott, I'd like to ask you to share maybe some trends and any comments on the Chiefs program and whatever else you think is important for the audience. Yeah, good morning. Thank you very much. Chief, great information. And and, it sounds like you really got a good, successful program going there. You know, in my time working with uh, body-worn cameras, we implemented them in 2008. So we've had a a lot of time to learn how to do things and how not to do things. I'll just talk real briefly about some of the trends that I'm seeing as agencies look to start a body-worn camera program. You know, the first thing the chiefs talk about is his vendor. And it's great that he did the research and found a vendor that works for him. So many times agencies don't do the proper research. They don't vet out a vendor. They get a product and before you know it, they're not happy with it. And then trying to go through and unwind that is difficult. So I always recommend that agencies do good research, talk to other agencies that are using the product that you're going to buy, and just make sure it's going to be good for your agency. And then continuing on with the planning including internal and external stakeholders as you develop your program. Make sure that your internal team is aware that you're starting a body-worn camera program, what it's going to entail, give them a voice in the program. 
And then also external, taking it out to your customer out there and letting them know that you're going to start a body-worn camera and get that community engagement involved. Use social media, go out and visit you know, your service groups, go out to the community and get their feedback when you're gonna start this program. And then a good policy, making sure that you have a good policy in place so that uh, everyone knows exactly what's expected. And in that policy, having a good tagging plan, you're gonna have a ton of video data that comes in from these cameras and they are all evidence. And you need to make sure that they're tagged appropriately so that you can store them and delete them as necessary. You know, I talk about tagging with uh, some of the customers that I work with. The video is almost like evidence in your evidence room. And if you don't have a good tagging program, I would say it's like having an evidence room that you just have the officers bring evidence in and they just set it in the middle of the floor and they don't put any tag or a report number on it. You can imagine over a period of time of what your evidence room would look like. You'd have no idea what piece of evidence goes with what case. So having a good tagging program. Next, training. Making sure that you're providing training to uh, your officers so that they know how the cameras work and that they have good familiarity with them and good familiarity with the policy and what you expect for them. And then last but not least, it's not a, a one and done. A body-worn camera program takes maintenance and I encourage people to, at least on an annual basis, look over the program, look over your policy, make sure that it's updated and that you have anything in there written to the way you're actually using the program. And then finally, uh, making sure that you're you're doing some kind of a maintenance check of your videos. These agencies uh, start a body-worn camera program. They have all of this video data and it's a perfect opportunity for a chief or an administrator or a supervisor to be able to go in and make sure that your mission, the department's mission, is being carried out in the department. Again, I'm not talking about getting officers in trouble and using this as discipline. I'm talking about just making sure that the program is running how you would expect it is, that the cameras are being turned on when they should, turned off when they should, making sure that... Um, your mission is being followed. So those are just a few trends, a few ideas that I have that I pass along to agencies that are getting ready to start up a body-worn camera program. Excellent. Appreciate that, Scott. That's great insight. And I know you've got a lot of experience working with agencies around the country. So back to Chief Lemoyne. Chief, it's clear you very effectively leverage technology as a force multiplier for your agency. What's next in terms of technology for you? Recently, I'd... Uh, demoed the Flock safety camera. That's a license plate recognition camera. And there's uh, about 20-something cameras up in Springfield area. And there's a neighboring agency beside me, Indian Point, that has Flock safety cameras. So you probably already know about these cameras, but being a license plate recognition camera, it allows uh, me to have complete control of my city. So I plan on putting one at the entrance of my city and one at the exit. So every all the ingress and egress I'll pick up every single car. So that, that's one thing I'm looking to put in place. I'm also looking to enhance traffic safety with the use of uh, solar-powered radar speed signs, as well as the solar-powered flashing LED stop signs for some of the main intersections that have stop signs. And then we have a small area of basically our downtown Kimberlin City that speed limit goes from 45 to 30 miles an hour. So I think those radar speed signs will be a tremendous plus for traffic safety. But Visual Labs is another target of opportunity I have 
because they not only have the body cam, but they also have a dash cam solution. And if I look back at the current dash cams that I have right now in my car, it's kind of counterproductive. Uh, everything goes to a hard drive from the hard drive of the dash cam inside the car to a USB. I have to take the USB out on a monthly basis and export all that video to a, a main computer. In fact, that computer is now exceeding its space. And then if a prosecutor needs it, I need to burn it to a DVD. The manpower to do all that is ridiculous. So in Visual Labs, what that will offer me, kind of like on a body cam piece, my prosecutor has access to all that video. So all I have to do is give him the case number and he can uh, pull it or I can send a link of the video. So it's just a link. I'm not burning CDs. I'm getting my manpower and my man hours back. It's all about, you know, being efficient. So that's technology for me in the near future. That would be in the next three to six months, hopefully. That's great, especially when staffing is at a premium these days. Leveraging technology like you're doing just makes that that staffing resource go so much farther. Chief, uh, I'll kind of wind down here and ask, do you have any words of advice to other law enforcement leaders that are considering new technology? Maybe they're thinking, how do I pay for this? What would you advise them? First and foremost, I highly encourage to leverage technology and specifically the Samsung Z Flip if you're looking for body cameras. The latest technology enhancements law enforcement are unlimited. Basically, if you can think it and you're currently doing it the old school way, think again, there's a better way. Actually, I just learned today that every single citation that I PDF from my RMS and send to my court clerk that I'm kind of burning time because there's an interface that actually in Missouri, it's called Show Me Courts. And I can just basically do an approval of the citation and it immediately gets uploaded to the Show Me Courts system. That's the smart way of doing it. The way we're doing it right now is that I PDF it, I give it to the court clerk, the court clerk enters the information in, prints it out, leaves it for the prosecutor and the courts. It's a lot of paper and a lot of time. And for less than $2,000, that's the quote I got, to put the interface in place, it's a no-brainer for me. But there are a bunch of grants that are out there and specifically for body-worn cameras. So definitely look into that. Grantfinder.com and grants.gov. And then in Missouri, we have the DPS web grants. So I'm sure every state has something along the same lines, but grantfinder.com kind of puts you right on the target for any state. Excellent. Appreciate that. Great advice. I want to mention to the audience that uh, Chief Lemoyne recently presented a webinar on his program, his body-worn camera program, and using the Z Flip. That also was sponsored by Samsung. We'll include a link to that webinar in our show notes. And my partner, Scott Hogue, gave you some advice. As you know, he's involved in helping agencies around the country, and we'll take some of his resources and put them in the show notes also. And with that, we'll close it out. Remind you to be safe out there, and we'll thank our sponsor, Samsung Electronics of America, for making this possible. 